Welcome to another In the Telling Scrap episode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. In this scrap episode, Jordan C. Brunn discusses notions of art and value. This scrap episode is sponsored by Anthony Buck. Anthony Buck has been teaching people to sing with greater ease and strength and more beautiful tone for over 10 years. His students successfully sing musical theater, pop, classical, and even rock music. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. And now, Jordan C. Brunn. And, and this goes across the board for, for actors as well. And part of the reason why I don't do a lot of work in the acting industry out here is because, for one, when I started coming out here, almost immediately the agency that I, I allied myself with closed. So, so there was that. But there was a, a film incentive set up in Michigan by Governor Granholm at the time that was taken away by her successor. And a lot of the acting gigs in that area dried up, but we had representation. You had someone that was going to bat for you to try to find you work. Whether that is an agency that's trying to find you work, whether you're trying to find work, or whether people just hear about you through the grapevine working that way, a good deal of getting compensated for your aesthetics is marketing. Word of mouth, however that works. I know some people that do not try to market their work and therefore don't sell their work. That's just how it works. If I could do it all over again, I would do everything in my power during my undergrad to get a business degree, in addition to visual arts education. So um, yeah, not in lieu of. No, not in lieu. Um, because I, I felt it was incredibly beneficial just to have, have that steady paycheck. If I was trying to just sell my work, I would have just created not focused on a formal education in the visual arts, just focused in on the marketing specifically. So any high school kids listening to this, get a, get a marketing degree, I guess, uh, MBA uh, to, to market yourself. I want to jump back yeah. and further explore this idea about you need to have a business mind yes. about this industry. Mm -hmm. Don't you feel like there's a stigma to that too, but an artist is like, no, but it's for the art. And if there's, if I have mm. to market it and make there be money about it and, and give all those things, then the art isn't pure. And okay. do you feel like there's any uh, of that? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel Scott McCloud here for a little bit. Scott McCloud is an, uh, a visual artist who I had the pleasure of taking a class with at Eastern Michigan University. He's the author of Understanding Comics. And there is a great part in that specifically where, where he addresses this directly, where he, he says... There is this idea, and I'm totally paraphrasing this, and I apologize if for some reason Scott McCloud is listening to this, and, and here's, the, uh, here's this, I don't want to butcher your concept, but the idea basically is that, no, I won't give in to this idea of my art being sold. It's not to sell. It's priceless. The problem with priceless is also that it is without value. There is no connectivity that happens between this concept of it is insanely valuable to me, so so it's above the idea of financing. It's meant to be hung up on a wall and admired, meaning that it has no purpose, it has no value. I've got some pieces that I've been sitting on for the, the Garish series I started in 2011, and I am 
I've probably got some pieces that, you know, 2012, 2013, I've, I've had for a while. And I'll bring these to shows and, like, have them in the back. And, you know, I, I, I'm one of the people that firmly believes that if, if you don't look back on your work, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, visual arts, acting, you know, uh, whether you're an accountant, it really doesn't matter. If you don't look back on what you were doing five years ago, look at it and go, yeah, no. If you don't cringe, then you're not growing. If you don't have that idea of, I know so much more now than I did, uh, regardless of age. And it doesn't have to be five years. It can be like six months ago. And you go, no, mm -mm, that's nasty. But I'm looking at some of those pieces and, you know, I might have marked them as, say, three, four hundred dollars back then. I'll mark them down to like a hundred, maybe two, maybe even 75 on some shows because I want to get rid of them. And if somebody comes to one of my shows and they're like, you know, it's more effort and it's more work, but it was what... I thought it was worth at the time. And there are some pieces that I will maintain. This is a grand. You know, you're going to you're gonna pay this much for this piece because it took me that amount of time. But some pieces, they don't do me any good sitting in my basement collecting dust. Well, hopefully they won't collect dust. I take pains to make sure that that doesn't happen. But they don't do me any good there. And if they get exposure... To somebody's house because they, you know, people can hang them up and, and look at them and somebody can walk by. That's great. I, I want that. I want that to happen. So yes, it might devalue over time, but the idea that something is priceless, that it, it is, it is never going to, never going to be worth more than the artist says it is. You know, it's it's this idea of always going to have value to the artist. I I think that's a bunch of malarkey because honestly without improvement there is no reason to continue to do something without the idea that you know there there is this growth and that's one of the reasons why I'm so glad I didn't peak in high school uh, <laughs> is this idea yes yes I was a nerd I was you know this the the geeky awkward kid at the back of the class and I'm happy that that happened at that stage in my life, rather than looking back and saying like, oh, I scored the winning touchdown. Now I get to watch other people do it on TV. It's yeah, it's nice to have that idea that, that the best is still attainable, that there is more out there, there's more that you're capable of. So therefore... Yeah, the stuff that I did maybe three, four years ago, I'm going to mark down. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have it be as, as pricey unless I want to hold on to it, unless it's a piece that I felt was, once again, that flow, that idea that I was in the zone for this. I know that this is, this is something that was, that I'm particularly proud of for that moment in time. And sometimes you're able to create something like that that you that that you value and say yes, this is it. But there's always that idea of growth of of something else that's around the corner. And yeah, you might have really succeeded on this one specific thing for that one time frame, but there is always that opportunity to do that again, even better because of what you've learned. Thank you for listening to this in the telling scrap episode, sponsored by vocal teacher Anthony Buck. 
Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Read between the lines.